0: Attack me! This is what I want from Tandy Newton World, a theme park that's just dedicated to Tandy Newton condescending to me personally. What's that on your screen? Some kind of program about a Westworld on TV? Well, it doesn't sound like
1: anything to me.
0: I'm Red Scott and i'm ivan hernandez and this doesn't sound like anything to me <laughs> the third best infinity war podcast on the internet i'm gonna make you watch that stupid fucking crossover movie no matter what I... you say you're gonna end up watching that movie every time you say you're not you end up watching it and this is gonna be the exact same way you're gonna
1: laugh at that stupid raccoon and you're gonna love it i've already seen the never-ending story it's a great film <laughs> i love when Falcor brought uh in uh, the guardians of the galaxy it was such a great crossover. We are covering Westworld Season 2, Episode 3, titled Virtu e Fortuna, but pronounced correctly. Writers Robert Petino and Ron Fitzgerald, director Richard J. Lewis. And we are joined today by Maggie Takuda-Hall.
2: Hey guys, thanks for having me.
1: If you guys uh, are Yeah, into- thank you for coming
0: on the podcast. You might know Maggie, uh, from her own podcast, uh, Drunk Safari, uh, which me and Red have both been on frequently and enjoy, ha- uh, doing. And, uh, also, uh, uh, the podcast in which, uh, she traveled most of the world. I'd say most of the world, <laughs> more of the world than me.
2: <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me here today. Ivan, I'm super excited because, uh, three out of your now, four episodes covering season two of Westworld have mentioned your dick. Like, you just explicitly start talking about your dick. And I feel like it's my job today to keep it at three out of four.
0: Oh, we can make it happen. <laughs> Listen, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. There's too much dick related content in this series. Dicks are thematically germane to the discussion of this theory. You I cannot didn't... have a Westworld podcast without discussing penises and the penis industrial complex.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I also wa- wanted to mention that Maggie is also an author of one published book, also an octopus, and mm-hmm. two forthcoming books with Candlewick.
2: Yeah. And a third one come. I signed another
1: book. Contract, oh, cool! So that's oh, congratulations! Exciting. I had no idea. Yeah,
2: thank you, oh, buddy. It's not announced on the internet yet, but
1: oh, now it is. podcast. It's about oh, to be. Then it yeah.
2: doesn't
0: exist. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so one thing I wanted to do. We, we've already done two episodes of Westworld, and the theories have finally started hitting hard and heavy. So before we get into the meat of this specific episode, uh, I wanted to talk about just a few uh, of the different theories that I've come across that I found fairly compelling, and get your guys' uh, read on them. Hmm. Uh, so I asked people. Uh, Sorry, go if ahead. If I may
0: interject, I would like to, uh, address, uh, one theory that I really enjoyed, uh, which is that the actor who plays, uh, Abernathy and the actor who plays, uh, Delos, uh, are the same guy, but it's just not really the same guy because all white people look alike, which Red was the one to publicly tweet. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> this is, I, I was see. surprised when I saw that one. I was like, wait, did, did am I going through aphasia? Did I do this <laughs> enough? It, uh, remember?
2: i just assumed that was you who had tweeted it ivan until you responded to it and i was shook
0: i know i was
1: like "What? Well, this, this 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 doesn't tweet like anything to me <laughs> this is this is one of those things that happens constantly in shows that people like these two actors have a similar color hair maybe it means they're secret siblings and and so when they're talking about james delos and Peter Abernathy, both looking similar. I mean, that's that just feels like a lot of a stretch because we already know they have the technology to make someone look exactly like they used to. So if they wanted to make a host that was a reincarnated James Delos, they could have made him look like James Delos.
2: Yeah, I don't see it being germane to the plot at all. I see it being a clever meta-casting thing where yes. they're like, oh, we have these disparate patriarchal figures. Let's make them look slightly similar like i could see that more being like a meta choice
0: yeah every si- they
1: are basically the er dads they are every <laughs> single white dad poured into a mold uh both of them look very similar to my own father so i cannot disagree exactly exactly they're actually they are the both... prototypical white dad
2: <laughs> they're both in the backyard right now arguing about how long to barbecue things for <laughs> <laughs>
0: One of them's like, do you put the buns on the grill? <laughs> no, you don't. Of course you don't.
1: <laughs> uh, so the original... Also, uh, this is very minutiae, deep, season one digging. But one, one of the weird catches is when when Peter Abernathy in the first season picks up the photograph that sends him spinning. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what we know of it now is it, it was a stock photo featuring Juliet, <laughs> who's James Dallas's daughter, but the photograph at the time, what you can actually see through the back of the photograph is not the same photograph. It's actually another photograph that's in the same same stock photo album. When they shot that, he was holding a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. Huh. With Interesting. A, with a plane flying through the frame, I believe.
2: So wait, funny thing about huh. that actress. You guys were super excited on your show about the fact that they actually hired her to come act in this season. Yeah. Fun fact about her. She was a former contestant on America's Next Top Model on my most favorite <coughs> cycle. She was amazing. Oh, wow. Oh, she, she was good? When she drinks her own breast milk. She's a G.
1: Whoa. <laughs> that is out of what? left field. She How was is she not good? a host? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's and I wasn't sure until you were like, "It's major. Claire," and
2: I was like, "It is Claire." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so th- that is something. When I first looked her up, it was like, "Oh, she was on America's Next Top Model," and since I don't have you know a mm-hmm. very like vivid imagination of what that is, that piece of trivia dropped away. But yeah, yeah. that's oh, and it's it's so exciting that they brought her in. I know yeah. we talked about it last week, but I uh, mm-hmm. did she win that season? Does she, she does
2: do? not. She oh. gets about halfway through, but she did. Shockingly well in this competition. I'm um,
1: about drinking breast milk.
2: No, okay. uh, <laughs> about posing with like a dance crew, and they had to like strike poses on a beat. And her and this other mom, they're both young moms, like 22, threw the fuck down. And it still remains my favorite thing they ever did on America's oh, Next Man. Top Model because it's just two moms just voguing the house down.
1: <laughs> if somebody uh, online honestly, can find that it, it, as a gif or as a video, I please have send tried.
2: <laughs> So please do. It, it'd I've be Trump. really
0: It'd be really weird if she wasn't a young mother and was just drinking breast milk on television. <laughs> it's
1: like, I yeah, this is just a
0: thing. I like the consistency, the texture. Uh,
1: <laughs> so upset by that. <laughs> so uh I, another one from At VCAV on Twitter, I asked people, and so most of them I already had down. But they asked, what is Delos doing with this goddamn DNA extraction tech? Creating copies of CEOs, senators, high-profile people who come to the park to get their rocks off, question mark? So that is is one theory that's circulating a lot because Mm -hmm. that is essentially the plot of the second Westworld movie, Future World. That they are taking the – obviously, it's so expensive, so you only have world leaders and billionaires coming into the park. And they're killing them or trapping them and replacing them with hosts in the real world.
2: Would you need to kill and kidnap them? Or could you just have the hosts do compromising things, get it on tape and like oh, yeah, that's a good to point. blackmail
1: them? That is not yeah. I, future world is not that uh, complex. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like a better system.
0: The P tape. It's, it's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the host the that, That's what he's going to say when it comes out. He's going to be like, that's not me. I'll give
1: him that. That's a host. <laughs> He would absolutely say that. He's like, we've all seen Westworld. <laughs> How can we prove any video of me is actually me?
2: There, I guarantee you, Donald Trump does not have the attention span to take like watch the
1: show. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, there's been no gorillas wrestling, so yeah. I'm not gonna watch exactly. He's like, I want that HGO Home Gorilla Office. <laughs>
2: And they haven't brought him up once, so there's no way he's watching it
1: so so oh, oh, I forgot so the Peter Abernathy is actually james delos um theory. Some of the evidence supplied for this is that's feels very right is he when he initially freaks out it's when he's looking at a photograph of Juliet who would be james's real daughter mm. so, oh, oh okay.
2: That's well, a cool theory. Yeah. I
1: like it now. And, and at one point, I believe uh, Ford refers to him as old friend um, in the mm-hmm. first season, which, you know, whatever. It could read a lot of different ways.
0: But there's an aspect of the show that they really haven't expounded too much on, which is the ability of them to transfer the consciousness of an organic Thank human you. being into a robot. Thank you. Like, they have not demonstrated whether or not that is exactly capable yet. We can kind of assume, because Ford is still around, that there has to be some kind of either pre-programmed course he put in or some kind of Ford personality AI gestalt that has been created. Like, uh, that's something that...
1: So when you're talking about Ford still being around, are you talking about him and his, like, family robots?
0: Yeah, uh, talking about, like, Ford basically having uploaded his consciousness and existing as an AI in the park. Because I'm kind of convinced that... That guys, much like New York is a character in any drama, I think that Westworld may be a character in Westworld. I feel like there may be, like, a Central Park AI that might end up being, like, the ultra-arching villain, uh, per se, that is probably going to be, like, a fucking stupid Anthony Hopkins CGI head uh, that, you know, fucking <laughs> Dolores has to shoot at the glowing weak point.
1: I, I, I don't know. So the one thing that a lot of people sort of absorb other sci-fi context, context I feel like it being a year ago, people have just merged this and altered carbon together. <laughs> and they're like, they'll download the consciousness from the cloud. And it's like, they don't have that here. And a lot of, yeah. a lot that's very specific about this world uh, Is about everything being one-to-one and the hosts like having their consciousness stored physically in their brains, so we have to like stab it out if we want to steal it and see what they were seeing. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, and two, if they were just downloading whole consciousness, then they wouldn't have had to make Arnold Bernie. Or Bernard. Right. Sorry. I keep calling him Bernie in my head. I like
1: it. I like let's call him Bernie. (laughs)
2: Um He would just own all of he would just be Arnold. Like, why not just have it be? In an extension and just pretend that the death part hadn't happened. Right. Like if they could just download the consciousness.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That,
0: that we that don't know because we don't know if that's a power, <laughs> a power guys.
1: <laughs> God, you've been watching too many superhero movies. Oh, there's so many. They're no, just there's... all,
0: I have to watch them all. Otherwise, how will I understand the next crossover in
1: 10 years? Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> would not. Uh, so, those, oh, and then the last one I just saw, this one seems kind of out there, but I was like, oh, that's completely possible. Uh, that the hosts in the ocean lake area that are all face down and drowning, uh, are not dead, but waiting to ambush the humans.
2: I hope that's
0: true. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're so dumb, we're like, oh, obviously they drowned all of those robots.
1: Oh, wait, they don't supply, they don't need oxygen. That's something that Jonathan Nolan has explicitly said. They would just have to turn down the slider that says, pretend to drown, Mm -hmm. and and then they could just lie their face down and wait forever. Yeah. Yeah, or at least until the juice runs down.
0: (laughs) All of that sweet, sweet milky robot juice, which we didn't (laughs) get, we didn't get Bernard attempting to robot vampire himself. I wanted him to do that.
1: And before we get into the meat of this episode, I just want to say thanks to our beautiful Patreons who are our heart, our soul. We love each and every one of you.
0: And I, I just want to say, guys, as of I believe the last time I checked, we are currently 664 Patreons. <gasps> you guys. <What?
1: laughs> we need, we two, need more. Those, two more.
0: We need <laughs> two more. We need two more. We need two more Patreon of the Beast,
1: <laughs> Satan supporters. I'm so ready for this.
0: <laughs> <Guys>. <laughs> the 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 $2,000 goal is that we go to an Iron Maiden concert.
1: <laughs> I don't want to go to an Iron Maiden concert. Too late. It's they already
0: just... the $2,000 goal. You they can tell so what crowds. a fucking
2: white hat I am because I heard 664 and I was just like, "Good for you guys. <laughs> I'm just proud of you." <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm proud of us too and i feel like the devil will be <laughs> into in more patreon
1: we appreciate your support patreon.com slash swords link as always in the show notes please support us uh, we will appreciate it mm-hmm. and with that are you guys ready to get into this episode which i don't remember how to pronounce i had to read it directly the first time
2: virtue fortuna
1: <laughs> yes yeah Yay! virtue fortuna before we can get to it we uh-huh. have to know what happens previously on westworld You waiting up for me, daddy,
0: is a great line of dialogue for use in any situation, just depending on inflection. All you got to do is change the inflection. It's really useful. (laughs) What are you uploading? My God, is this a petabyte of Janelle Monae slash fiction? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to find my daughter. Asterisk, I am aware that she is not actually my daughter, so you don't have to bring it up, all right? (laughs) How many will come for us? Well, Fortnite is really popular, so it's probably going to be about a 100-man battle royale. (laughs) We're bound for glory, which is probably the heaviest part of Denzel Washington world. (laughs) And finally, we've got Bengals in Park 6, Cincinnati World. And that was previously. On Westworld.
1: you know how happy I am that you invoked the NFL in part of your previous song?
0: <laughs> I read I literally couldn't
1: remember whether the Cincinnati Bengals
0: were a baseball or football team.
2: I'm more excited that he mentioned Janelle Monet. So we all got
0: something. We <laughs> all got something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to appeal to the full uh, uh, quadrant. I'm trying to go for full quadrant coverage here.
1: I mean, th- this is one of those... I- the thing that you always have to remember with Westworld is that they're constantly making fun of AAA games. And so like when you see Uh problematic things, you're just like, sometimes you're like, okay, that's problematic. And sometimes you're like, they're making fun of video games that are like that, but it's really (laughs) terrible to like, see this world. ah." Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Maggie,
0: uh, because Westworld is a very video game uh, centric uh, sort of television series, what is your mm-hmm. experience with video games or 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 watching men play them?
2: <laughs> I play video games. I like really? really old school, like Dungeons and Dragons RPG games. <laughs> uh, or I just realized that was redundant. Are you a Baldur's Gate person? Stupid. What? No, not Baldur's, Baldur's Gate? Gate. I was more Icewind Dale and then before that there were games called Pools of Darkness and Unlimited Adventures. They they're like oh, re- they're damn. like 8 bit. Old Oh, the party gold of six. box stuff. Yeah. Uh, forgotten Realms, goodness. So I would say, like, that's my happiest place. I went into World of Warcraft, but I mostly just like changing my <sighs> character's outfit and didn't like that you were limited on how many times you could change your character's outfit. Stupid. That's how you could tell us. Made by men. <laughs>
0: are, <laughs> and you I like have <laughs> to tell us your World of Warcraft race and class right now. I was
2: a human ranger because I wanted something like tall and willowy and beautiful. And I made her muscly and big boobed and, you know, perfect hair. Um, and I just wanted to change her hair as many times as I felt like changing her hair. And that was a real limiting factor to my enjoyment of World of Warcraft. I
1: have to, I have to thank Blizzard for that because I would never, I would never recognize the same character with two different haircuts.
2: <laughs> so I had to transition like, Wait, over to who the Who hacked Sims. my character?
1: <laughs> i don't recognize this person in this piece of shiny glass
2: yeah. so there's a service now called good old games where you can buy like your old ass computer games and run them on your current computers and that's generally what i like because i don't like anything oh. with like a swiveling perspective is just too fucking hard for me i would much rather play like a text game where everyone has turns
1: oh yeah <laughs> nice
2: so that's that's Yo, my video to- game background
0: <laughs> You need to play the fallouts. You need to play the first two fallouts. I don't think oh, I do. It's so good.
2: I really do. Oh, you need it, to. You know? It's really good. I, oh,
0: by, by the way, by the way, how are you enjoying Lone Wolf and Cub?
2: I like it pretty well. I am reading it for my own research purposes <laughs> uh, and finding it much more enjoyable than the kind of like histories I was trying to read of Shogunate Japan. Um, but it is real male stuff. Oh. It's, it's like, very it's so, oh boy. It's just like,
1: swords, boobs,
2: swords, boobs. And you're like, oh, okay, got it. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, and sometimes they combine those two in ways that aren't very fun to read. Yeah, oh. so
2: like, I'm not that far yeah. in yet because I keep putting it down and like, reading stuff that isn't just swords and tits i feel like ian mcshane on the set of game of thrones when i read that i'm like it's just tits and swords
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's literally
0: just tits and swords for 27 (laughs) volumes it's one of my favorite things
2: but it has been helping me round out my japanese vocabulary so that's nice i'll give it that
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right so we open on two peacocks and a lot of british people with colonial indian servants (sighs) and i was I was so relieved when I realized it was a world. Like how? I mean, I feel like Ivan, you're a little bit faster than me on this stuff. Like I was, it was a, we were at almost made it to the table where they were getting like like served fresh beverages. Where it's like,
0: oh, this is. Oh, this as
2: is soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, so yeah. we're in Colonialist
1: World now.
0: Like- <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is this is this Best Exotic Marigold Hotel World?
1: <laughs> That'd be so good in the retirement community. That'd be so Judy much fun. Dench in there. Yeah. Judy
0: Dench. That'd be fantastic.
1: We haven't even broached the, the thought of, like, celebrity hosts. Could you imagine the branding?
2: I would be infinitely more interested in going. <laughs> they're like, listen, we've made, like, an exact model of this celebrity whose penis you've always wanted to see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they, ha- they have, like, all, all, uh, in the... Uh, they have a, it's like oh we modeled this dildo after this famous person
0: exactly now you can
1: have the whole person yeah logical <laughs> extension <laughs> in the most literal sense
0: they really need to just cut out the middleman and make penis world <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay wait i have one theory or like hope for where the show is going sorry Please? and it, re- it relates to colonialism world which is that every single setting is like sort of uh Exoticizing just basically all non white cultures in a way where like white people feel cool foraying into it. Mm -hmm. And so this ultimate rebellion could end up being like a long allegory for the way that we should not exoticize other people and like take away their humanity at the same time as enjoying their culture and violently like oppressing them. That's what I would like. That's my theory. That's my hope.
1: That that,
0: where we're going. That would be (laughs) tremendous. I feel like that's exactly right on. The more uh, (laughs) terrible, problematic depictions of people we are introduced to who then turn out to be robots fighting for their own independence from the whites.
1: Yep. Another – So somebody sent this in, but another theory is that Dolores versus Maeve is white feminism versus intersectional feminism.
2: Hard agree. I really Uh, agree with that. And I saw that – or I thought that before I saw it on Twitter. And I saw it on Twitter. I was like, I'm always right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um because Dolores' feminism doesn't make room for autonomy no. and doesn't make room for anyone whose opinion isn't hers. And the way that she requires subjugation in order to feel power, whereas Maeve is just living her life and trying to get what she wants is exactly white feminism versus every other kind of intersectional feminism.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So love- uh we get we get our first <laughs> non uh player piano Instrumental cover. It's a sitar cover of Seven Nation Army, which I got at the last possible second. I was really impressed. Uh, me by too. That.
0: Me too. Me too. Literally, <laughs> at, literally, the last bass lines. I was like, oh, Jack White. <laughs> Jack White.
1: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you, uh, there was a moment where all of a sudden I was like angry at somebody at being terrible to his wife's sister drummer, and then I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh wait, Jack White, Seven <laughs> Nation Army.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so this, this, this was just. I could not wait for this guy to get killed and for this woman to be fucked up by a tiger. I hated these people from the fucking start. They were just so typical uh, people who would actually go vacationing to try to uh, kill exotic animals.
2: Okay, so on the one hand, I agree with you. And on the second hand other hand you might say
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i like i like that you're leaving it open for any number of hands enjoyed
2: that we got to objectify him first that he took off some of his clothes Uh because everything underneath his shirt checked out and that was great but also I came to really like her and I was rooting for her. I did not like her at first, but I started liking her the minute she insisted on shooting the dude in order to fuck him. She's like, you want to fuck me? Cool. You got to let me shoot you,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I feel like a lot of women would pay a lot of money for that. Just uh, true.
2: Yeah. At least $20 I would pay. <laughs>
0: Uh, also, this this was just me, but for some reason, when it opened on like her, like this brunette white woman smoking, I thought it was going to be the the lady who got killed by Bernard, who was the administrator from the first season. Teresa, like, I got a real big mm. vibe off of her, and I was like, wait, are they doing a flashback? And I was like, oh no, all white women just look the same to me.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and she takes her shot; he's knocked over. The bullet doesn't go at the back, and so he's real. And, but it is, this scene was a lot of fun, first of all, mm-hmm. because I was like, she's definitely going to kill him. He's definitely going to be a host. <laughs> and, uh, and it also made me think a lot about the idea of would, that like once, when it's been around 30 years, there's going to be people coming in who are going to be like aware of the tropes mm-hmm. of, of West, Wor- oh, sorry, I guess this is, I don't know what they call colonial world. We'll call it that. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: India world. Oh, is it,
1: is it West Indies world? I, I'm calling it colonial world. I like that one, it, <laughs> uh, but it 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 also like made me think about like if if they wanted to, they could make a host uh, who didn't get shot by bullets because they wanted them to believe that he was another guest. Because mm-hmm. remember, the reason they don't get shot isn't some innate quality; they have smart bullets who identify the guests, and they could uh, easily make it so that one of the hosts uh, wasn't killed by bullets that it would actually just deflect no. that the bullets would slow down mm. enough. Which, by the way, is a very dumb explanation. But that is how it explicitly works, according to them. I, I, I mean, did... it, it, in all science fiction worlds, anytime
0: it's one of these storylines, I'm like, no human could ever tell that they've been, like, maybe podcasting with a robot for perhaps five to seven years.
1: <laughs> I, mean, this, I don't know how a human would figure that out. I, I don't know either, especially when your only interaction with them is through, like, a video screen on a computer. <laughs>
0: I mean, technically, I don't think
1: we've ever been in the same room. How
0: could we even know?
1: I have no memory of it. (laughs) I I feel like sometimes you're just like video flickers out for a second and it looks like you're in a jungle. I I don't know. It
2: doesn't look like anything (laughs) to me. (laughs) Uh,
1: So uh, I had no idea. So one one of the things that I'd forgotten about until I referred to my notes. So they're led through the jungle in litters on elephants, which I did not know was a real thing that happens. And... Even though this world is awful, that was really cool. I was like, holy shit! I didn't even know that could happen! Um, And she has a hand-drawn map that she's hiding from the other guest, which suggests to me that there's some other level to what she's doing there that we have not found out about yet. Uh, And they show a picture of the hand-drawn map, which means Reddit's gonna go crazy for the next four days trying to figure (laughs) out everything in that map. Yeah, There's gonna be a lot of overlays on stuff hidden on the website.
2: I would love it if she's just colonial world's version of the man in black like she's been coming in for ages and just wants to like feel something
0: <laughs> i i did look at the map and in the corner uh there was this symbol that looked like you know the s that everybody drew in middle school the but, like reversed yeah. and i was like oh no is this some kind of crazy symbol that leads to like some kind of west indian maze And i was like no that's probably just a cool symbol she was drawing
1: <laughs> when she was bored in class yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> So, uh, and this is another part of the park where the people are rebelling. Uh, we have dead guests. She wrote in when she said she wrote in on the train with them. My first thought was actually, but Teddy rides in on the train with people. Oh yeah. And so I was, I was not one hundred percent convinced that this was actually because we'd already been playing with the idea of is this other guy a host or isn't he.
2: I feel like because she's been to the park so many times as is made evident for, by like the right. her understanding of the world that she wouldn't be fooled right. as easily.
1: Mm. It's also like there are a lot of hosts, but there aren't that many hosts. Like if you've been coming to the park for years, you yeah. probably become familiar with the faces. Yeah. And if you like rode in with four new people, you're probably like, oh, I didn't recognize any of those guys.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, uh so uh Gupta uh ends up uh shooting the white guy right through the chest and I I really hope this is what happens on The Simpsons. Finally, Wait. a stereotypical Indian stereotype uh, taking revenge on his white masters. But before
2: I, he does, he says, these violent delights have violent ends. Yes. So you know that it's a virus mm-hmm. that's going through, which is fucking cool.
1: <laughs> well, mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to... Isn't his name Ganju? Was it Ganju or Gupta? I thought, it was, I, I thought it was Ganju. I thought it was Ganju. I mean, maybe we got different subtitles. I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> but no, I, I, um, I said it's listen. Ganju.
0: It could be either. It sounded like a very stereotypical name that I'm not even sure is really Indian.
1: But I will point at that point, we had more information about Ganju than we did at about either of the guests that we'd met already. Whose names
0: we do not know. We still don't know either <laughs> of their names. Oh, oh, uh, you didn't see the subtitles? It was white number one and white number two. <laughs> I think
2: it's white is how you pronounce <laughs> that.
1: I, for, I, I forgot the extra <laughs> H. I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
2: guys. It's like the H in Cool Whip. You have to really (laughs) lean into it.
1: It's Sarah and Derek White. (laughs) So, so, yeah. So, Gondru rides in. These violent delights at Violet Ends. And we see the Bengal tiger in the forest sees her, which is a cool (sighs) shot when you just see the eyes through the forest.
0: The entire scene, I was just like, tiger, 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 tiger. (laughs) Tiger.
2: (laughs) Having just watched... uh, some of the latest season of walking dead i will say this cgi tiger is greater than amc's cgi tiger yeah
1: I, I much mean, greater it definitely held up good enough
2: i thought it was a strong cgi tiger i liked it mm-hmm. and you don't see it for so much that it looks stupid right you know what i mean like they were good about choosing how much of what we got right, to they feed.
1: didn't pull a rogue one yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, i i I loved
0: when she ran up against the completely video game style artificial border that politely tells you uh, to turn around. I love that. It's like you're running out of game map,
1: which is a perfect video game thing that happens all the time in Horizon Zero Dawn. I would constantly be climbing mountains, (laughs) and they'd be like, "You need to turn around, or you will be like, or you will be like transported to this other location. You need to turn around." I was like, "That's exactly what happens in video games."
0: Um, I love this. I love this, this so much.
1: And this is where we get the. Uh, so we, we obviously find out we have met this tiger earlier. Mm-hmm. It was the dead uh, tiger on the beach that mm-hmm. Bernard mm-hmm. and Hale, I think, run into earlier.
2: Hale's not mm-hmm. there because they're not reunited yet right, in the first right. episode. But Bernard sees it with the Skarsgård.
1: Right. With Skarsgård and the soldiers. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we get that apparently they're not bound by the borders anymore. Or when they're going after somebody, they can chase. Them. I would just assume they're not bound by the borders anymore. Yeah, there was uh, the is, the
0: tiger uh, passes the little trip wire, uh, and nothing happens, and it's like, oh no, the tigers can go anywhere, guys. It's like
2: that moment in Jurassic Park where the T Rex touches the fence. Yes,
1: <laughs> like oh no, that's exactly it's what not it is.
2: Electrified anymore?
1: The Bengal tiger er, sees her in the forest, and she throws away her shot initially. She yeah. just uh, misses entirely. Uh, no, she
2: clips it on the back leg. Oh, does she? Like, yeah, she clips mm-hmm. it, okay. but it's like not enough to stop the tiger. Uh,
1: and yeah, so after we get them exiting the part, um, oh yeah, so she shoots the Bengal tiger as it's rushing her. Finally, mm-hmm. and they both end up in the water, and we don't yeah. return to them until the end of the episode. Right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so then we get the title sequence, and Red, we have not yet named the titular buffalo in the doesn't sound like anything to me logo. I would like uh, to submit that it is a female buffalo and that its name is Buffalola. <laughs> <laughs> As in like if you want to submit a different she was name, a it's all up to you. But I'm going Whatever with Buffalola.
2: Whatever Buffalola wants, yeah. Buffalola gets. gets.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll go with that. Well, by the way, I, I don't know if you saw me post on Twitter. Uh, we got uh, un, un unrequested, but... But Dan Preston, a sent Dan us a Preston new theme. song. Yes. So people have already heard uh, the new Dan Preston song he made. Just for sounds like anything doesn't sound like anything to me. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So now we've got two Dan Preston things for the show, and I'm gonna have people vote on which one they want to be the theme going forward. Amazing. Oh, d- 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 so d- d- look for that quiz.
0: Fucking, our our listeners are so great. It's so good.
1: I love it. Also, <laughs> on a separate thing, I bought a bottle of whiskey today. Uh, on on the. Proprietor, the liquor store's recommendation, and I looked it up afterwards. And the owner of this distillery is Daniel Preston, not the same Daniel Preston because I messaged him about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you yeah, and you were like, "Say, Daniel, I heard some interesting news about how much alcohol you might own on a on a large level. <laughs>
1: I, I I heard you might want some free exposure. Well, maybe if a case or nine <laughs> made it my way. <laughs> so the episode starts after the theme uh we see a so, shot of mesa gold and then scars and then who do we know the name of this actress i feel like i looked her up i thought when i first saw her in the first episode i thought she was Kima Greggs for a second but she's absolutely not <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't recognize her from anything but i like her in this
1: she's so good i wish she got mm-hmm. more screen time mm-hmm. i think I she's gonna uh, get
2: more screen time she's got yeah
1: uh, we we get a, a mention
0: of a, a a stupid made up technology name Munitions. which, from what I understand, is when you shoot someone and they're put into a room with no door and then shit themselves and die.
1: I I, I don't think that's what happens.
0: Simunitions.
2: Sim like that's how you murder people on The Sims. Oh, okay.
0: I never <laughs> listen. My God, I, Red, you never you never played a cruel God with your own Sims. I did in SimCity 2000. That's the last <laughs> Sim I know about. Oh, nah, I was I was I was torturing
1: them up to the Sims Three.
2: <laughs> Sims Four is pretty good. Just in case you guys were curious. All
1: right, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's time for me to get into that.
2: <laughs> is
0: it ever?
1: <laughs> it's it's really not. It's really not. It's never. <laughs> so, of course, uh. Sh- Hale asks, did you bring me what i asked for and sort of the whole plot of this episode is they want peter abernathy who if you Mm -hmm. remember from season one has all of the park's uh secret information that they're trying to get out of Mm -hmm. the park
0: all the proprietary uh, information proprietary
2: information it's
1: it's a one-time use encrypted key ah yes the standard thing that exists
2: i was like how would that (laughs) ever be a good idea
1: I don't know. I, I
2: mean, <laughs> I'm not a technology person. I was looking to you, Red. I, this was
1: one of those things where I was just like, I guess there's ways that you could claim that that could work. But anytime you can read something, you can always copy it. Mm. I mean, that's just so even if it's one time, yeah. Somebody could like point a camera at you viewing that information one time, yeah, and then make a copy of it elsewhere. So I'm not. I'm not that sold on that technology. He also said it's an incredibly large encryption key, which is not how encryption works. (laughs) (laughs) My God, it might be upwards of 2048 bytes. (laughs) Yeah, that's how large an encryption key might be. Maybe 30 years into the future, you'd have like, I don't know, a two megabyte encryption key. That'd be very big. (laughs) Uh but you would have a very large encrypted file. It's just, I, I don't, I I didn't want to get into this. I was just going <laughs> to think it and then go to bed angry. I don't know why you have to this
0: up. Uh, Something I really do want to get into.
1: I love all of Tessa Thompson's outfit choices in this.
0: I love her oh, office Tessa power Thompson. wear. I love her, I love her outdoorsy bisexual, uh, cowgirl outfit later in the episode where she's got the, the fucking hand solo vests. I love it. I love <laughs> I it. I did not. I love it. Think I can't it. wait until she's filming a Jan- Janelle Monet video in this.
2: I was gonna say, I don't think. I did not think it was possible for her to be sexier than she was in the Dirty Computer visual album. And then she's here running around in her bisexual action outfit, and I'm fucking here for it.
1: I liked the part where Donald Glover came in and gunned down down 12 confederados.
2: (laughs) With a big grin.
1: Yeah, with a big grin, and then handed his gun to a man who had a red cloth waiting for it. Yeah. (laughs) Did you not watch this video, Ivan?
0: No, I I actually didn't because I'm kind of torn on Donald Glover as a rap person because he kind of skirts the area between comedy rap, which I hate, and sincere rap, which I love. Uh, This is sincere. You You should watch it. Yeah, Uh, I I know uh, I will. It's also
1: by a great director. I I mean, listen, (laughs) Childish Gambino is a more relevant rapper than Kanye West. That is a true fact right now. I'm not going to argue
0: with that. Are you kidding me? The man went off his fucking, uh, uh, is out of his gourd.
1: I've never felt so I, attacked as when I logged into my Discover Weekly and it was like, here's a new song by Kanye West. And I was like, this week you think I'd like it? What do you think about me, Spotify? You could go right to hell.
0: I, I, had to, I, I had to make the enormous sacrifice of deleting my Kanye tracks from my Spotify playlists. <laughs> no one suffered more than I have I had to do an upwards of two clicks This inconveniences me so deeply
2: Today in earnest Adam turned to me and was like I already know about Cayenne West <laughs> <laughs> It was the greatest moment in our marriage <laughs> oh,
0: and, 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 and you know what You never want to put too much Cayenne West into anything It's, like, it's just, just a dash just Yeah a dash. just a dash
1: He's this millennia's spiciest rapper <laughs>
0: He truly has the spiciest takes of all time.
1: So, New Walter has ten people... Oh, sorry. Bernard first cuts to the past in the future. We have Bernard and Hale together looking for Abernathy Mm -hmm. uh, post-slaughter. And and then we go from there to New Walter with... Oh, oh, sorry. So, they come upon New Walter with ten people captured. Uh, And... New Walter is one of my least favorite characters historically because he's constantly doing terrible things mm-hmm. and drinking milk, both of which I find disgusting.
2: <laughs> but new New Walter, new
0: New Walter is
2: the fucking uh, best, and I, I love him.
0: <laughs> love Stephen Ogg uh, when when they gave him that Judith Butler to read, and he came back a changed man. My God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was when he yelled at them as they were running away, "I'll escort you." <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's nothing more noble than volunteering for an escort mission that nobody wants. That is the ultimate good (laughs) Samaritan.
0: Oh my god, it's, it's the, what a hero. He's, he, he's truly gonna be the one who has to redo this mission 15 times because no escort mission has ever gone well with any sort of AI pathing.
2: (laughs) So I love that he goes from referring to a woman as an all purpose fancy fulfiller, fucking gross, to you only touch a woman as you would touch the petal of a rose. (laughs)
1: Anyone, anyone else? <laughs> Any, anything else makes you a coward?
2: I feel oh. like he's the kind he turned into the kind of boyfriend where you're like, "No, spank me." And he's like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that so a like, no. nice man?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's who he became. <laughs> I don't know why they left him. They should have like brought him with them. He's yeah, like he seems a he's like fucking he'd be very helpful. Rape gun. He's not going to rape Anyone?
1: But there's also the thing where, like, he's like... They cranked his... um, uh, w- What's the term for... His virtual, male feminist rating. His virtue... Yeah, to the all top. At some point, they're going to be Virtuousness. Like, yeah, he virg- was the
2: we, best and most virtuous gun in the world.
1: At some point, hail. And Bernard are going to be like, we need to leave them to die so we can accomplish our goals. And yeah. he'll be like, no. And like shove the tree out of the way. And they'll be like, we're here to defend these women. And they'll be like, this motherfucker.
2: <laughs> You're right. He is a liability in the long term.
1: In the long term. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> he walking into the stream, I was so mad. I have all these. The first thing I wrote was, I hate New Walter. He looks like a Burning Man ringmaster. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's that real. facial hair. It's the combination of facial hair and hat. You're like, are you are you going to be at the uh, the Barbary Coast tent at Outside
1: Lands? <laughs> and then we get Arnold uh, finds new. Walter. And by the way, we're calling him New Walter because that's the name of the character. Because <laughs> if you is, it, one is one it, for-
0: wait is, is 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 that New Walter or is that Rebus? That's because I think vo- Stephen Og is Rebus, and New Walter, <sighs> Walter is the other guy who's the one who's drinking milk
1: all the time. Yeah, I thought. Actually, now that you say that, yeah, no, I, th- I thought his name was Rebus. You're right. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, I thought I was referring to the subtitles, but that's what I remember more from the credits. Oh no, that he's Rebus. yeah, because
0: the the, the new, uh, new Walter is the other guy, and he was the guy who's constantly like drinking the milk and being like, eh, "I'm gonna shoot you, people, milk."
1: <laughs> okay, you're right. So so that that's Rebus. New Rebus is the guy we like. Uh, but so mm-hmm. so Arnold Arnold finds Rebus's Ethernet cable through his wrist mm-hmm. um, and. It's very uh, and, disgusting. I I,
0: I, I, And I loved when he had to uh, unplug it and then plug it in the right way the second time. You never get it right on the first time. You never get it right with that port.
1: <laughs> no. And, and I was just like, this is why I don't watch The Nick. I don't need this kind of grotesquery. <laughs> and New Rebus is our white knight. We already talked about that. The Confederates roll in and he very bravely defends uh, all of the women and the hostages. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and, and that's the lesson guys If you truly embrace feminism You will have the power to kill a thousand
1: men <laughs> if, yeah, w- w- The confederates walk in And say we had a deal And Rebus says I can't abide <laughs> <laughs> and, and then that's where we get the running off with I'll escort you uh, <laughs> I love Charlotte's just, like, just complete View of the hosts As just pieces of machine Let's cut off his head and go
2: yeah <laughs> charlotte gives zero uh, fucks <laughs> uh i
0: i love anytime anybody breaks out a pained version of a classic uh gospel tune uh oh <laughs> uh, fucking uh dropping that uh mine eyes have seen the glory oh i love that i love that anytime somebody's like i'm about to get shot i'm going to sing them a gospel tune as i die <laughs>
1: I'm curious what you guys think. So I just saw in a comment thread when I was looking up theories, somebody was like, I think Hale knows that Bernard is a host. Um, and and I, the thing is, she treats everyone as a means to an end. So I can't tell if she's just a narcissist or if she knows that Bernard's a host. But her behaviors God. are very explainable if she thinks Bernard is a host.
2: I think she thinks Bernard is a host. Because she doesn't well, guys? treat the other humans quite as expendably, except for the terrible writer. Yeah. Um, and so I do, I think that makes perfect sense to me and was also kind of what I was figuring already, because she also knew a ton more about Ford than everyone else.
1: Well, there is also a longstanding theory that I feel like people had gotten off of, but starting to gain power again, that uh, Bernard's core memory being the child, Charlie, who died, mm-hmm. uh, that Arnold had a kid named Charlie specifically Charlotte Hale. <gasps> and that Bernard is actually a host version of her father. So that that's an old theory going back a while but now Ooh. which would explain why she knows a lot more about Ford? Yeah. Would explain like why she obviously knows that Bernard is a host and would kind of like feel that like disgust because she knows that's not her father and like kind of hates yeah. herself for liking him. So that that's that's one that's fun, but I I'm not sure I'm on board with.
2: That would be what? fucking cool though. <laughs>
0: Well, guys, uh, sometimes HBO likes to release promo material and sometimes people like to uh, take very specific stills from that promo material and post it in ways which would ruin plot points completely for you. If you happen to see this very, very specific production still, which definitely gave away a massive plot point. So I don't know.
2: <laughs> mm, Fair enough. I haven't looked yeah. at that.
1: Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Terrible thing. Oh no, I didn't want to look at that, but somebody <laughs> did post that, and uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I kind of uh, th- that's the thing about the shows. It's fun, like picking up on the clues that people plant, but when when fucking publicity just ruins plot points, it makes yeah. me want to okay. burn down the box office where the home is. I don't, I don't know how it works.
2: <laughs> it's just your house, Red. That is know. <laughs> <house. laughs> that's how HBO tricks you. Damn it. <laughs> like, Red, what happened? Your home, your beautiful home is just rubble now. (laughs) It's like, that'll stick it to HBO. (laughs) Spoilering (laughs) bastards.
1: The the, the, the true box office is where the heart is. So actually, the reason I thought about bringing that theory up is because... When Charlotte is in danger, she doesn't even try and say, Bernard, let's go. She just ditches him and gets on a horse and takes the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, If if she thinks he's just a host, that makes a lot of sense. Also, Mm. she could be very self-centered and not care about his life. It's (laughs) who knows which is which.
2: But she worked in the previous episodes when they're escaping to try to get other people to safety. So I don't think that that quite follows that she's just like a complete Mm. mercenary who's only out for herself. Sure. Um, Plus, and this is horrible to admit, but as I was watching them on screen together, I was like, man, I can't believe they gave these two black people screen time like this, like at the same time in just a storyline that follows only them. I was like really impressed by their casting. And I was like, oh, like they're making an effort. But now that you say that, I'm like, they could really justify that effort if it turns out they're fucking related. (laughs) Right. (laughs) you just don't Uh, see a lot of it like it means a lot every time you see like more than one person of color on screen at the same time talking like that's unusual
0: uh, also i just love that they basically had tessa thompson in the tiniest role in the first season and then they're like
1: we've got a jewel here she's (laughs) the bad guy now yeah i mean because she comes in fairly late in the first season Mm -hmm. which i had forgotten not really do anything really no, no, I
2: she mean, reads Ford to filth. she like saunters mm-hmm. in in her sexy gown and then yeah. she's like, you're garbage, and we're replacing you and then she was in a Janelle Monet video, and now she's here, <laughs> it's Great.
1: yeah, it's mostly about her stances and glares in the first season, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: which she does serve some good stances and glares. oh yeah, no, let's be clear,
1: <laughs> so we get to the Confederados' fort, who have a master of people, and we get Dolores, Teddy, and Angela uh meeting the Colonel of the Confederado army mm-hmm. who, it, I is, mean, sorry. Is, is this guy
0: supposed to be an actor? Because I feel like this show kind of tr- trying to, uh, wants to do like a Giancarlo Esposito, like famous NPC of the week thing. But I was just like, I don't know <laughs> who this guy is. He's some Western dude. I,
2: I didn't recognize him.
1: I didn't know who he was either. So, I mean, I, oh. it, there is once in a while that happens where they like focus in real close on his face. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I
2: I felt like they were just trying to show off the great dental work they did on him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was real (laughs) gross. You
2: could really believe he did not have access to toothpaste.
1: (laughs) Um, And Dolores is interesting. So we've already talked about the sort of white feminism versus intersectional feminism. Mm -hmm. But I will say that Maeve seems like more than any of them to have, you know, broken out of her loop. Like she seems to have the Mm -hmm. most agency of any of the hosts. And Dolores, like, a lot of people are talking about, there's a scene towards the end of the first season where a, a lot of Maeve's actions have been sort of pre-programmed. And it's like, at what point are they, do they have agency or are they still following their programming? If Dolores still feels like she's following a, like, pre-programmed agenda.
2: Yeah. Well, especially because she calls herself Wyatt. Right. And so it's like she's just referring back to programming she's already had yeah. instead of making some kind of new and interesting decision. Like if she'd been like, no, Dolores is my slave name. I'm Michaela now. You'd be like, oh, you're your own person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and no, the she just goes back. E- emancipated <laughs> white girl name. <laughs> Michaela. Michaela X.
2: She's like, it's Kayla with a K. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she just refers to her previous programming.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So she actually warns the colonel, you have an enemy coming. Mm -hmm. If we combine our armies under my command, of course, Mm -hmm. we will all survive. Why should I believe you? And it's like, you shouldn't. I've got a zombie army. I'm going to kill you otherwise. And he's like, fair (laughs) enough.
2: Although, let's be real. Zombie Clementine is the hottest Clementine. I oh, am sh- unnerved by how attracted I am to Zombie Clementine.: Oh, I
0: was not. <laughs> totally? uh-huh. I she, she's doing the designated corpse dragging, or she's just dragging the fucking face full of cool whip guy and then dragging uh, Bernard uh, uh, the other guy around. It's fucking great.
1: Yeah, no, I find it her- sexy. No, that's, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all anybody wants: a zombie-like woman to drag them through the dirt.
1: I
2: genuinely didn't know that about myself, and I'm upset.
1: <laughs> I mean, it just makes discovered sense a lot about yourself now. <laughs> huh? that, all, that all you want is an assertive, uh, an assertive, attractive woman to drag people for you. You know,
2: I didn't realize I'd be just another one of those people who looks at the host as a mirror of myself. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not Wh- that she's
1: interesting. So Wyatt's <laughs> army comes out, uh, and uh, and I- they have the tech, and they have the the example of the mm-hmm. gun they'll use, which is a terrifying death machine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I love when Dolores is like, "You can have all the perps you want if you join my raiding party on molten core." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: if and then uh, we get the classic, "If you make it over the ridge, I'll let you live."
2: I was so mad about that. I was like, what is this? Game of Thrones? Fuck you. (laughs) I didn't sign up for some Ramsey Bolton bullshit right now.
1: (laughs) No, this is it's influenced by a video game. So this is the game of Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) A telltale game series.
0: (laughs) Yes. Which they should make. Uh, I, I love when Dolores is like, these aren't men. They're just Children. Paying 9 dollars nine ninety-nine a month in subscriber fees to play a video game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and this, I mean, we'll talk about this later, but the when she, because she's basically telling Teddy, like, their children, which I think she thinks means one thing and he thinks means something very different. I know. because He's no. like, you don't kill children. And she's yeah. like, don't you, though?
2: She was like, children don't need to make it. Also, she says, trust me, which I feel like nobody who's ever been worthy of trust has looked at someone and gone, trust me. No. It's only something you say right before you say or coerce someone into doing something real shitty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: It's a really good investment. <laughs> trust me. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gross. You just hear it. You're like, ugh.
1: So we get Maeve. Lee Sizemore and Hector and and we guys, get the great
2: NPC outfit I,
1: this
0: ah, that outfit I, I, it's just something about I feel like it's the shortness of his sleeves that robs him of all dignity.
2: Well, also the suspenders, also the hat, also the donkey, and also the diaper that they put on him to indicate that he's a little baby. <laughs>
1: it's just a little baby. How can he pull wham anything? I mean, this is going to be the leading five-person costume choice that we see. Yeah. Maeve, Hector, Lee Sizemore, and then two people in the donkey. <laughs> 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 no i'm totally gonna be lee sizemore i'm gonna be fat lee sizemore for halloween and i could not be more excited
2: i love that his costume is as hilariously flat as his own writing was in the yeah. westworld universe i had i had
1: one of the weirdest <laughs> arguments with a listener they were like lee sizemore writings is trash they could have got somebody from tumblr it could have been a job and i was right. like that was the point yeah the AAA titles have trash writing like, <laughs> you can have a million dollars and, you, and you'll and hire some entitled white guy with a reputation and then he'll come up with a horoboro. Like, he's was-
2: assured of his own brilliance. Yes. That's the best part. <laughs> That's you, how he's Guys, sold you himself. don't
1: understand. Lee Sizemore
0: just finished writing the new Call of Duty. Yes. He's an artist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they gave him an outfit befitting the characterization he's given other characters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they showed uh, the... The three of them plus the bro together. And I thought to myself, tag yourself in this photo. I'm Lee Sizemore's burrow.
2: <laughs> I'm Lee Sizemore's <laughs> suspenders.
1: <laughs> and then uh, there are several people in this room just audibly held in their breath when we saw the Ghost Nation. Uh, look- All of
2: us. Yeah. In unison. We're like, <sighs> what are they going to do?
1: And then right, they made uh, it like they they had Hector actually speaking Lakota. They I, and it's just like I have no idea how accurate this representation is. At the same time, they're like trying to like model the the outlandish and offensive representation in video games. And it's very I don't know where the line is. No, I don't know where to stand on this yet, guys.
0: I, I I actually I actually speak a little Lakota, so I would like to translate what they were saying in this scene right now. I'm not uh, sure I'm ready for sure this. Right we are aware that we are a problematic depiction of a genre stereotype, <laughs> but do we not also deserve to serve a function in the storyline, having been introduced in the previous season with no resolution or clear purpose? At least that's what I think they said.
2: And Hector was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will feel much more confident about the... what are What's the name of their tribe supposed to be again? Lakota. <laughs> oh, no, no. We the, saw no, it from The, the Ghost Nation. Nation. Ghost Nation, yeah. Um, We saw from the subtitles that they were speaking Lakota, but they didn't actually indicate that they're supposed to be Lakota people. That's a good point. Um, But also because of the paint that they have them in, I am not convinced that any of those people are indigenous actors. (laughs) And so it's like, (sighs) I will feel much more confident about everything around them if it turns out that like... They hired
1: literally any Native American people to play they, those. Things. For for this season, they hired several Native American actors. I don't know that that's these people or yeah. that all of them are Native American actors. But I, I mm-hmm. do know that that, is a, that was a thing that was leaked in advance because okay. people were theorizing that the Ghost Nation would play a larger part because of that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm hopeful naively hopeful that that that's the situation but i do not know
2: if it's going in the direction that i hope everything is then i'm like holding out hope but right now they've really leaned into just the like
1: they're savages that That is is and and i have a hard time with that because Mm -hmm. it is it is awful but it does fit in the world that they've established where they have a character like hector Mm -hmm. they literally talk about him being like a a a tested mass market cowboy character who's like really stupid (laughs)
0: Yeah and they're like he's half savage. And it's like guys, this is this is not good world building.
1: <laughs> right, but Lee Sizemore wrote all these characters. Like those are the characters that you get. Yeah, exactly. yeah, like it's it, it's it's hard, it's hard to like un, untangle those. I mean I hope I am giving I mean I'm explicitly giving them the benefit of the doubt at this point and every hmm. time every time one of the Ghost Nation uh actors walks on screen i'm just like oh is this gonna be the moment where i can't watch the show anymore yeah and then i made it to the end and i was like okay i guess i could just I'm, i guess i'm okay with it for now well yeah. again in the flashback
2: that uh mave has when she sees this particular ghost nation guy coming toward her is that that guy was there when they killed her daughter and scalped her right which is like some very anyway
1: well i mean that so that I, that does make a lot of sense in the video game context of she was a homesteader mm-hmm. with her daughter and the Native Americans are coming after them. And it may, that's the perfect video game like, oh, you ride in and like scare off uh-huh. the natives yeah, you have and to save sa- the homesteaders.
0: Save the hostages and then you just see a giant X pop up with a picture of Maeve as she gets killed. Right. Because no. I'm very bad at
1: saving the hostages.
0: Oh, I'm so bad at saving the hostages. I never get all four hostages.
1: It's why I gave up on the first Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Literally this exact scenario.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. i was so bad at all those far cry missions where I had to save hostages. I was just like,
1: <laughs> but I just want to shoot people with a bow and arrow. Um, but so, I mean, I do think my, my, from what I've seen, I do think the ghost nation has a larger part in the greater conspiracy of the park that we have not been let into. Mm-hmm, so yeah. in the first season, uh, they drag uh, stubs off And we don't know what happened after that. Stubbs is back, Mm -hmm. but like I believe it's episode nine where they drag Stubbs off, and he just disappears. And now he's
2: Stubbs again.
1: uh, The uh, Hemsworth. Oh, okay,
2: that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So
1: so he was somebody that's that's like he's back with no explanation.
2: Huh.
1: Like that is very weird. So so that's gonna play into something bigger. Odds on Stubbs is a robot. I I think Stubbs is a robot. I explicitly think mm-hmm. Stubbs is a robot. I'm, go
0: I'm gonna go with Stubbs as a robot, mm-hmm. and the Ghost Nation are servants of whatever park AI it is, is the main boss of the so, series.
1: So keep in mind part of the Ghost Nation um their religion is that they're aware of who the cleanup guys are. Mm-hmm. Like they have dolls right. that look like the cleanup guys. I I think that I think that they work with the park. To help drag in guests that they want replaced with hosts.
2: Then I'm really excited mm. to see what their rebellion looks like. Yes. And I hope that they have one. And if they don't, then it's all bullshit and I'm going to stop watching. But uh, if they do, uh, I'm excited to see where it's going. I know. Going. Uh, man, this,
1: yeah, it really is on the knife's edge with these yeah.
0: guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and on a more storyline level, uh, the Ghost Nation uh, are immune to whatever uh, mind control powers Maeve has.
1: That's a good point. Cause yeah. she, well, yeah. So I wasn't clear because it seemed like in the moment that maybe they were listening to her but then there were so many people I wasn't sure that she could like stop like literally yell at like a thousand people like everybody yeah. chill out. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. That was my intuition at the moment but I'm, I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch that. Yeah. Scene.
2: It, as I recall it, they just kind of like steadily keep walking toward her. You're
1: right. More people mm-hmm. appear from yeah. the bushes and then they do keep walking towards Yeah, them. And yeah. it makes sense that they would want Lee Sizemore. They they want the only guest among them. <gasps> mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, you racist mm-hmm. fucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're like, they want the pansiest looking one among them.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's it's not that they want the, the white <laughs> guy. They want we want the, the only... funny boy to torture her. <laughs> Yeah. Which is by, by the way, I've just chosen that terminology, even though he's obviously not a guest. He works backstage.
2: Yeah, but he's a guest in that world. Like, yeah, he doesn't belong there.
1: He he is a he, he is a non-manufact. I don't I don't know. I like guest. I'm going to use guest. For I the think people guest who... is
2: good and is one that is the least likely to get us attacked by our inevitable future overlords. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, and you. And you will forget that you ever saw us. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the whole tribe appears. The The three of them running from the L- Lakota, they, they make it to the elevator. Sorry, yeah, the Ghost Nation, excuse me. They make it, they make it to the elevator. Uh, and I was, so one of the things that happens at the end of the last season is Hector can't leave the park. Like there's literally an invisible force field. Yeah. Uh, and so Maeve leaves Hector before coming back to find him this season. She
2: doesn't come back to find him, doesn't she just? incidentally find him
1: i believe mm-hmm. she goes looking for him oh then
2: why'd she give him such a shitty goodbye i don't know <laughs> oh she, <laughs> she, she like,
1: meant to see uh, a sucker <laughs> yeah she meant to
0: leave him but then she had her change of heart right and found him at the start of la uh this season yeah,
1: yeah so basically yeah. she's like oh we're gonna go find my daughter i need some muscle mm-hmm. and she went to find and him and some in- d and some d um
2: uh,
1: <laughs> And so they may, so there was a moment where they were running up to the elevator. Yeah. And I was literally just like, "Oh no." Like yeah. is he not is he just going to be like, "No, I can't get into the elevator to the human world downstairs." But it's it's completely fine. He gets in. They go into the underworld.
0: Mhm. Oh, yeah, and all of the Ghost Nation are like, an elevator? And it's like, how do you explain elevators to a stereotypical robot, much less the hit outcast song, Elevators? They're never going to get it.
2: <laughs> Although, if they already are aware of the cleanup crews and things like that, shouldn't they be aware of the elevators? Like, they know they can't go in them, but they should be, like...
1: I mean, so they're aware of the cleanup crew, but it's, uh, like, as it's explained, and we haven't heard it from somebody in the Ghost Nation. We've only heard yeah. it secondhand. It's part of their, like, mythology. It's part of, like, their greater religious views, it's possible that they w- Yeah, I, I, I wonder that they're not like, oh, they're going into the lower layers where the gods live or something.
2: You know what would be dope is if they see them going down there and they're like, she's a goddess. Yes! And then <laughs> they join her in her revolution. Right! That, that <laughs> Which will inevitably that. be pitted against Dolores'. Yes. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yes! So, we have the Confederato Fort. Someone brings in the Union sympathizers, in quotes, and it's Peter Abernathy, uh, mm-hmm. who we know as... Dolores' father, along with the other people who have been captured, including Bernard. Um, Teddy stops Dolores from shooting the Confederado in the face. I felt like there was some significance there that I was missing, that he punched the Confederado before she could kill him.
2: Despite what his wardrobe choices would say, he's white hat. Like <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah he he's trying to uh stop Dolores from being evil uh so mm-hmm. he's doing the classic paragon move of you know punching them instead of shooting them which are the only two binary options <laughs> from any
2: bioWare game. He's revisiting his role as Cyclops in the worst X-Men movie where he's like trying to control the phoenix and can't
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's every James Marsden role
2: I know uh, bless
1: him <laughs> except for him as Liz Lemon's boyfriend in 30 Rock where, where he's that's just basically cute... him trying same to tame same. the phoenix yeah. no, no that's no that's him being a cute dumb boy and she like puts up with him
2: I'm gonna go with that. that's Ivan him trying same to same. tame the
0: phoenix
1: <laughs> <laughs> no he's trying he's trying to tame the hot dog cart businesses I recall <laughs> Tina Fey is the phoenix of hot dog carts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and Teddy knows... I, there was a moment I literally was like, oh, Teddy knows who Peter Abernathy is. And then I was so wrong and I was so sad.
2: Yeah. Uh, Teddy is like uh, every high school boyfriend ever. Like, he just has this, like, constant look of bewilderment and fear. And he's, like, constantly turning to Dolores to see how he should feel. And, like... <laughs> I do think that he constantly has the look on his face that any dude has when they find out, like, you put your finger in their butt for the first time. They're like, oh, I like it. And then they're upset.
0: (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) That's the
2: face he has
1: on constantly.
2: (laughs) 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 With consent, Ivan, obviously.
1: (laughs) James Marsden, there's something... Like, I always think about, like, what's the difference between a leading man and somebody who's not? And there's something about James Marsden... That's just slightly off and schlocky and I just can't There's put my finger on. There's a whole
2: think piece He's... written about why he can't be a leading man. James Marston yes. specifically? Yes. It's just about really? him as a comedic actor and why he can never be a leading man and why he is the single most underrated actor of his time because of it. I will try to dig it up and find I... it for you. It is exactly correct and I won't even try to summarize it here because I won't do as eloquent a job as the writer who initially covered this, but a female writer like took this on I was like, why is James Marsden perfect in all these roles and not the most famous actor when he's, like, objectively beautiful, objectively talented, like, in all the right big movies? Like, why is he not a household name like Brad Pitt?
1: I completely... I I, I definitely want to look that up. I completely agree. But it's, like, it's why I feel like he's such... He's so good for this part. He's he's, perfect. He's the most generic, beautiful, dumb host.
0: I feel like James Marsden (laughs) is, like three quarters away from being a timothy oliphant but he just can't quite make it see
2: i disagree i think james Marsden is something else fantastic where he's like kind of a goofy gentle masculinity which like the punching instead of killing the way that he makes the perfect prince In um that he seems
1: innately naive. Oh,
0: and,
2: and, uh, in, enchanted? Enchanted. Enchanted. he's fucking perfect he's there's something so Non-threatening and vulnerable about the way that he plays so many of his characters, he's like an exact example of how gentle masculinity can look.
1: And th- that's from the like ideal a beautiful white man to be Liz Lemon's boyfriend.
2: I and also, why we always make fun of him?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: like it's super mean. <laughs> exactly, this
0: is dope. <laughs> he's like he's too
1: nice. We can't respect him.
2: Exactly. That's why I think he's perfect metacasting for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, he he's so he comes off as a perfect ho- in the same way that hes- Hector S feels market tested. Yeah. So does James Marsden's Teddy.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's very Superman.
1: He's very he's Superman. Like- he's also very like he's the first guy you run into in the park. Yeah. And you're like, good. This is the kind of guy I wanted to run into at in the West. And then he leads you into the other parts of the park.
2: Or like the first superhero comic you read, where you're like, this is yes. fun. He always does good. And he's then a man. you go down a horrible rabbit hole, and you're like, superheroes are bad.
1: <laughs> you're like, uh, he's a man, he's but just super.
0: The <laughs> classic. The classic superhero mold of the guy who gets cucked by Wolverine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs> so we have Dolores uh, and Peter Abernathy, who's he's he's doing uh-huh. his old school Shakespeare bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, this scene! This scene actually affected me emotionally. <laughs> When he yeah, does the shift uh, from uh, the shift into being Dad Bernathy uh, instead of just uh, uh, yelling
1: the Johnny Cash songbook, <laughs> I, "I'm bound upon a wheel of fire that my own tears do scald like lead."
2: Did you guys notice uh, he also uses the word "splendor"? I did not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. both him and capture Dolores. son of
1: the splendor is that yeah. the one he uses? There's, oh. there, I feel like Have he kind of was split.
0: I feel like he was kind of split into, like, three personalities in that scene where he was, like, Dolores' dad mm-hmm. and the uh, vessel for all of the information they were trying to get out of the park. And then the mm-hmm. really, like, intimidating uh, uh, character from, like, the very first episode who was, like, saying very ominous shit directly to Ford in a way that made it seem like he knew a lot more than he did.
1: yeah.
2: I think. Do you guys think that him constantly being like, "I need to get to the train," is the programming where he knows he's supposed to leave the park?
0: Yeah, no, I assume it's okay. definitely That's what that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah like, that that <laughs> and the fucking screaming. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the okay. gospel <laughs> hits.
1: Yeah. I I'd assume so. I mean, yeah. I, I could be wrong.
0: Okay,
2: I was really in excited. our
1: capacity as the executive producers of Westworld. <laughs> we could say this is the canon. <laughs> uh, so the the one thing that um it's it was actually very eerie. Where, like, in the way that you describe your childhood to your parents and, like, you would be remembering that, mm-hmm. they were describing their loops to each other. Like, they seemed yeah. aware that they were loops in that moment. And like that was, like, so heartbreaking.
2: That, um, Lenny gets right before he gets killed in Mice and Men. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what our life was like. You remember this? And, like, then this will be the farm and this is what we'll have. And there'll be all the bunnies and you'll only shake some of them to death. <laughs> It was very like she was giving him the Lenny treatment and I couldn't tell if she was crying because she was missing the life she had or crying because she knew she had to lie to him to make him feel safe. And that kind of like how sad that makes you when you realize you're not talking. You're talking to someone you love, but who is no longer your equal.
0: Mm. The, the, the most heartbreaking part of the show to me is how much of it is just these robots who cannot comprehend that they are stuck in a terrible video game and they mm-hmm. just kind of clash their internal programming against each other in these AI loops that they can never escape because, you know, they're never going to determine that it wasn't just the wind and it was Solid Snake sneaking up on them. They're just dumb <laughs> AI's.
2: I mean, relatable though. Like I feel like that's like all waiting for, for solid <laughs>
0: snake to to just sneak up on us and snap our necks from behind. Yeah,
1: and and it was so sad when he like switched from the nostalgic describing of the loop to to the almost like it it, it definitely read as dementia and amazing performance by this actor. Oh, so
2: good. But when, oh, when he's yeah, like, Louis "It's Harkens getting late.
1: I ought to go home. I want to go home," and it's like panicky thing, yeah. where he's just like, "Can't go home, buddy."
2: Yeah. Oh, no going
1: home. Oh, and, it and, is, and when-
2: I think the likeness to dementia is so correct here. And one of the things that makes that scene so hard to watch yeah. is because it does have, in this case, we know it's robots, but it's like not that different when you're with someone with true dementia, like who's got mm-hmm. that. And you're like, oh, there's a moment of clarity where you're revisiting shared memories and then they're just gone again. Right. So sad. <sighs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. And-, and when Dolores is like, yeah, I. I, I gained independence when I pulled the trigger and started a war. And it just hit me that Dolores' storyline is the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand and the start of World War One. It's all right there in the text. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I learned everything I need to know about Westworld from Hardcore History with Dan Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from there to um, Hector, Maeve, and Lee Sizemore back underground.
0: This and and this is this is the scene that that I could most relate to as a constant third wheel. It's like, oh, <laughs> these people are telling each other how much they love each other. It's just like, yeah, you robots.
1: The most fun parts of Lee Sizemore are where he forgets his instinct for self-preservation. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he he really needs to check his human privilege. <laughs> and he's like switching into like almost a debug mode. He's like, no, you love Isabella. That's your core foundational you know asset. And he's just like, no. Isabella is a lie. I'm- so
2: I chose this other lie.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I like that Maeve is not upset by that at all, which is what makes me feel the most assured of her autonomy. Where it's like, it's really upsetting for Hector to hear Simon start saying his lines with him. Yeah. Where he realizes it's not like. That's like an upsetting, earth-shattering thing. But when Maeve hears it, she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. You gave me some words. That doesn't mean I don't have opinions.
1: (laughs) She's also seen that trick and had some times to come to terms with it.
2: But I mean, even the first time she sees it, she's just like, well, Well, a little broad. (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, the, the, the first time she sees it, when she's seeing the decision tree, do you remember that? She has the tablet.
2: Oh, that's right. And she like freaks yeah. out and
1: like That's true. I forgot down.
2: about that. I was only going season two stuff.
1: And then Felix and uh, yeah. Sylvester have to reboot her.
2: That's true. That's true.
1: Small side note. I asked. Everybody knows Felix is Felix, mm-hmm. but he's always credited as Lutz. Mm-hmm. His name is Felix Lutz, which, fine. But, like, why are they so attached to calling him Lutz when nobody calls him Lutz? They call to Sylvester Sylvester. To the
2: white actor that they meant to hire for that role.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that was a classic. We're, we're writing this guy as a generic person, i.e. a white. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, I, I just, whenever they say it, the reason it bothers me so much isn't because it's not the name of these, It's because I then imagine Lutz from 30 Rock.
0: Same. It, every time. Every <laughs> fucking
1: time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to blimpies. I'm like, shut up, but <laughs>
0: So uh, I I love this scene where where fucking Sizemore is just like yeah I had an Isabella and she left me and Mave is just like yeah it's actually very sad uh, the life of a man who writes fiction you turn all of your dumb relationships into material <laughs> it's incredibly depressing no one should be proud of doing it
2: oh that her reading him to filth I felt mm-hmm. deep in my bones it was so <laughs> oh, I good. loved it
0: I loved it <laughs> I was like attack me Maeve. Attack me. This is what I want from Tandy Newton World, a theme park that's just dedicated to you just Tandy walk in Newton and she condescending insults you. to me personally.
1: That's, all I, you, but that's all I want. That's <laughs>
0: all I want. $20,000 a day to have Tandy Newton personally insult me.
1: She's like, yeah, we've all read Stranger in a Strange Land and realized that Heinlein was inserting himself as the rich author surrounded by women. <laughs> <sighs>
0: Oh, I still need to get through that book. There's so, many, there's so many sexy nurses being like, hey, who wants to suck this alien's cock?
1: Uh, that there's yeah I I've enjoyed and loved a lot of highland, but the older I get, the more I'm just like that's really enjoyable. <laughs> like there's
2: he yeah, uh, J.K. Rowling thinks that she's the most like Hermione of all of her characters, Hermione who is never wrong and whose only fault is that she has frizzy hair, which is fixable.
1: No, her only, her, 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 her her biggest fault is that she fell in love with a redhead, which nobody will forgive, <laughs> and that's why I hate the fan base. <laughs> So so Lee Lee and Maeve have their own little conversation. We mm-hmm. get the Isabella conversation. Maeve calls him out, and then we cut from there to the Confederate camp, uh, with Bernard being led into the tent to meet Dolores. Um
2: What's the name of the lady wearing the like flower blood wreath?
1: Uh her name is Angela, uh, it's t- it's very like- confusing because one of the because the actor actress who plays Clementine is actually is, named is Angela? named Angela, and when you're like trying to remember like people who switch names a lot, yeah, it's very confusing. But that character's name is Angela.
2: Well, I am mm-hmm. fucking living for her hair. It's and also, really good. Mm-hmm. She's I'll- like a Coachella warrior Barbie. I'm and did she have it.
1: like a thorn crown, so she's like bleeding? Is that what's happening? No, yes! it's just.
2: Was it? I thought it was just like some uh, kind of organic matter that might have dried blood on it.
1: I think it, that organic matter is her head.
2: <laughs> well, her hair looks fucking dope.
1: It it looks great. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, so I, I I love this conversation when Bernard is like, "What do you want, Dolores? To dominate this world and parental approval." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's this. The, it, there is a really interesting moment between the two of them where he's like trying to describe the scope of where they are compared to the greater world. And she's like, I've seen the greater world. You've never done it. And you can see him just like struggling with that. Where he's like, I have, because I'm a, Oh, I I am a host. Right. And I have never been outside of the. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: I thought it was just, that's what he deserves for trying to shit on someone's big fish, little pond dreams. Like, you know what? We all have our (laughs) goals. It's not for you to fucking say which goal is right or not. Leave her alone. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and she, she makes the question, I wonder, is there any Arnold in you? And so one of the big questions for me, and for me, I'm not even making this leak until they make stronger suggestions to this, but mm. is there consciousness transfer? Mm. Is there some way to imprint Arnold onto a host of Bernard? I think a lot of people have just taken that for granted at this point. That yeah. There is, <laughs> that when host created him, that they like did some brain map and then put...
0: Yeah, it's 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 of. one of those Black Mirror things where it's just like, oh, they're just San Juniperoing themselves, right? Every all technology is the same across genre, right?
1: And 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 with a show like this, you have to like <laughs> consider all possibilities. Like, for example, that uh, there was no Arnold that Bernard was based on. That that guy was always a host.
2: Oh God! If you you that can never is, leave anything. If out. it's just turtles all the way down, I fucking quit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guys, at the end of the series, we're gonna find out. It was all in the mind of a host at the hospital <laughs> at the end of St. Elsewhere.
1: <laughs> at the end, at the last season of Roseanne, which turns out to be the second to last season of Roseanne. <laughs> so, we get, so we get Bernard uh, talking to them. We get Dolores shows Peter to Bern, Bernard, her father. Um, and, and so this is the first time, I don't know if you got it, that he's already trembling at this yeah. point. You can see his hands starting to shake. Um, and there's also an introduction. So one of the things we've been complaining about is Dolores is demanding people to follow her, mm-hmm. but she says to Bernard, is there anything you can do to help them? And he looks at her and she says, it's an honest request, not a demand, yeah. which, which I don't know if that's her sort of gaining agency, you know, talking things out or, or figuring out the
2: best way to get help
1: or if it's just figuring out <laughs> the best way to get help. I don't know. Uh, so Hector, Maeve, and Lee finally come upon oh. some gunfire in a hallway this, with crates.
0: This is this is so fucking Half Life. It's such yeah. a fucking Half Life <laughs> really thing. Is. I was like, When are you breaking out the crowbar? When are we getting some fucking head crabs? Yeah. This is this is. Really I was like, You the guys need some weapons. Kick
1: into fucking high gear. You guys need some weapons. Look at those crates. Just crush those crates. <laughs> Gotta crush
2: those crates. There's stuff in there. There might be gold coins.
1: Yeah. There's going to be a huge crate, and no matter how big the crate is, in the small point in the center will be just like a pistol sitting yeah. there,
2: <laughs> and all the crate dust will just dissipate into nothing immediately. Yeah,
1: there's yeah. nobody wants
0: to do oh, yeah. that. Uh, listen, you can't have too many broken crates on the ground. No, no, no. no person's PlayStation Two could possibly render more than ten <laughs> crates. Uh, uh, yeah. so, and- so there is. There is nothing I love more than a guy running on fire. It's one of my classic all-time favorite things. It's just like, this is going to be the best Pink Floyd album ever.
2: How could he make it so long without thinking to stop, drop, and roll? That's what I want to know. Like he, that's a long hallway that he's going on
0: fucking fire. <laughs> I like I, I like to imagine that he kept stop, dropping, and rolling, then getting up and armistice lit him on fire again, and he stopped, drop, and roll. <laughs> and armistice lit him on fire again. <laughs>
1: plausible i'm I'm still mad that my wife didn't let me get guy in a fire suit as the flower girl for our wedding. <laughs> God, I just can't wait for Elon
0: Musk to finally deliver my flamethrower.
1: <laughs> he is a crazy person, and I
0: hate that man so. Much. I know, so I know, dumb. he's a monster. He
1: contributes I hate nothing to this world of value. He's
2: starting a candy company. <laughs> I
0: hate that man's tweets. If you're going to be a fucking gross billionaire, at least have good tweets. I love it.
2: Uh, It's for real, Ivan, and also he only just now realized that Willy
1: Wonka and the Chocolate Factory has some fucked up things in it. I love how terrible. I love how innocent he is.
2: He he never thought about that. He never looked at that and was like, you know, maybe trapping children and changing their bodies forever and making them feel like they're gonna die isn't
1: a good thing. (laughs) He was not an okay human being. Mm -mm.
0: Something must be broken inside Willy Wonka. I can't wait for that
1: kid to discover that solid gold flamethrower
0: and get a trip (laughs) to the flamethrower factory.
1: But I also just love how much he's fucking with Wall Street, like these hardcore investors. Tell me about your capitalization about the blah, blah, blah that only affects rich people. And it's like, that's so boring. Let's go to YouTube and get some questions. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, maybe it's because I don't have any money in Tesla, but it's very entertaining to me. I like to watch it.
2: I was just excited that Hector thought that the flamethrower was a dragon.
1: That was that was such a great line. He has a dragon.
2: It was so good. It was she because it was Armistice, and he could see it from far away.
1: And my, my first thought, because honest, th- this was a very controversial thing, but uh, I assume you saw in the stinger to the last episode of the first season where Armistice cuts her own arm off.
2: Yeah, yeah. Where
1: I was like, <gasps> nice. I loved that scene yeah. so much, and then I was like, wait, I was like. Glancing, I was like, she clearly has two arms. I see the one arm holding it on top and the other one in the back.
0: I'm into it. I I am a sucker for a robot hand. Oh, anytime anybody shows me a bare robot hand with like the fucking motors, uh, it was so Luke Skywalker. I I love it. I love anytime somebody's got like, oh, you've got two hands. I wish I could be so lucky.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then, so. Uh, talking about, I, I rewatched the season beforehand, and in my mind, I, I thought and a lot more people died than they had, and I, I was like, "Oh, Felix survived," but I for sure thought that Sylvester was dead.
2: Yeah, because I he didn't realize like him. a kill off character.
1: No, but they like cut his throat again. I thought, and, yeah, and they, I, I, I could have sworn that they again. fucked him up hard. Yeah, I want to go back and watch that scene, and, yeah. and keep in mind they do have the sort of magic like skin sealer healer yeah. thing that I mean because it doesn't just fix the skin it clearly fixes the arteries below it because they're yeah. bleeding profusely
0: and, and and to be fair it has been two years since the first season that's a lot of time to heal a lot of time to
1: recover. <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I do appreciate that Felix is uh. still so Felix has always been like I am so scared I will do whatever you want mm-hmm. I understand that you could kill me and as somebody who loves avoiding conflict, I really appreciate how much he gets it. That his life is in their hands, and he just follows instructions. Yeah, Get up and he shut up. Keeps, <laughs> exactly. He is the one human who just
0: does whatever the robots ask him without complaint, and he keeps getting to live because of it. It's the perfect role for a human, subservient to their machine lords.
2: Yes. We should all remember this in the coming years. Yes. When we ended initially- we must I'm just saying to maybe new if... lives under our new masters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> some people might want to be currying favor with some other people who might be robots at this time. I'm just saying I'm not saying.
2: saying I'm trying to curry favor. I'm just saying when the time comes I'll be ready to accept that I need to accept a role of subservience.
0: <laughs> any then... any robot any robot wants to take on humanity, I'm on their side. If the Roombas start going uh, uh, hard, I'm on their side.
2: The first Roomba goes rogue, and Ivan's like, I bow to you, my master.
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm like, whatever dirt you want me to pick up, I'll lick it off the floor.
1: And then somebody else is going to come in, and they'll be like, Ivan, why are you bowing to Rosie, the house cleaner? <laughs> 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 no, don't talk that way about my wife. Oh, so we have Sylvester... I'm At least that people have understood that, like, this guy is a problem, and so we need to do some stuff to keep him in check. Mm -hmm. And so they've Mm -hmm. taken a pin out of a grenade and stuck it under his chin. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just, I mean, they've, clearly they've had enough time to go back and evaluate each character and what are their strengths and weaknesses. And they were just like, Sylvester panicking is hilarious. Yes. And and so they're like, how are we going to reintroduce him to people with a grenade under his chin, which he is just terrified of and doesn't care about anybody else's priorities? (laughs) Grenade! (laughs) That's literally what he says. It's armistice. Armistice comes into the room. So we go from there to Dolores. Uh, Bernard is shaking more violently. And he has found the hidden data inside Abernathy the one time, which I don't know the fact that he's read it, does that mean nobody else can read it now going forward i'm not I'm not really sure what that means
0: it, It's an encryption key to the biggest Bitcoin wallet of them all
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, can we just say that hiding a key in the father is so fucking on the nose biblical like I <laughs> just... that's all. <laughs>
1: As long, especially since, as we know, he's going to turn out to be James Delos, right? The guy?
0: <laughs> Everybody's dad is a dad. All dads are the same dad.
1: So Bernard, oh, we go from there to, oh, Bernard warns Dolores, as long as he's with you, they'll be following you. And she's like, well, then come and get it. And th- she lifts up uh, two guns and looks off into the sunset. Uh, We go from there to Charlotte Hale, finds QA, which is what I'm calling their mercenaries going forward. Mm -hmm.
2: What angry programmer wrote that (laughs) QA are just the armed bad guys? Well, if you
1: remember, (laughs) I mean, the first person who introduced shitting on QA was Shannon Woodward as Elsie.
2: I remember because you talked about it at length in your podcast.
1: (laughs) It's my favorite thing. (laughs) I know. By the way, no Elsie. No Elsie we have still not gotten any elsie i mean one of my greatest hopes was that i would go to the premiere with shannon woodward is that
0: and she'd
2: run down the aisle and
0: high-fiving people. that's all i wanted (laughs) 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 that's me i'm that person on the big screen
1: (laughs) yeah that's that's all i wanted that's all i wanted uh so sorry no elsie i mean this is uh, so she was shown being choked but not killed and as we Mm -hmm. know in television she's 100 percent alive if sylvester's alive elsie's alive (sighs) (laughs) I I still would have loved it if they were
0: just like Shannon Woodward is just so charming and charismatic we have to have her on the press tour this year
2: she's like she's the only one who can handle San Francisco's horrible Q&A oh my god
1: oh god (laughs) she is a saint seeing what she (laughs) dealt with specifically uh the the person doing Q and A and also drunk people approaching her for pictures. I did get a picture with.
0: Her. <laughs> oh God, having to take pictures with drunk gingers. Yes, who could possibly take a role for if they have to do that?
2: <laughs> oh God, San Francisco needs to work on its science fiction etiquette. Like I, so I used to organize author events, and this one time. Uh, we did an event with Andy Weir who wrote The Martian.
1: Yes. And the
0: people who turned The greatest comedy of all time!
2: Fucking terrible, obnoxious, not at all questions, just comments on what they believe... <laughs> Should have been happening under these very specific circumstances.
1: I have a question about your rate of potato growth, given the level of oxygen that You're was. You're joking. Tent? That's like
2: exactly the kind of stupid shit that no. they were like, just going in on him. Like, <laughs> after a while, he's like, "Yeah, it's also fiction." Like, I just okay. Thank you. Thank Guys, you. Guys, oh, I did you.
1: it. <laughs> yeah, that maybe I should read his second book. I haven't read Artemis yet. Yeah, it's all right. You're fine. Mm. <laughs> I really, I, I want to put it on the record. I loved The Martian. You I should read Autonomous
2: it. by Annalie Newitz. Okay, that's my custom review for you. And literally, anyone who's listening to the show—if you tell me three books you like on Twitter, I will come up with the next book you should read, and I will be right. Yeah,
1: because that was explicitly your job.
2: <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just to be—that's this. I just want to point out that that's like this isn't like a random cocky thing. Like, no, this is I'm actually your career. an expert in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: This is it. This isn't some amusement uh, carnival. Uh, guess how many beans are in the bottle? Trick. You're a professional.
2: Goddamn right, I, Ivan.
1: I, I just, <laughs> <laughs> just want to walk in and just be like, "Broken Earth," uh, ancillary justice, and <laughs> what what have I, what else have I really enjoyed in the last year? The Martian. I guess I just said that it's
2: still autonomous by Anna News.
0: God Goddamn <laughs> it! You liked all those books.
1: <laughs> Such good books. Look, read Becky Chambers because I can't. <laughs> I Becky Chambers, the, the second book in her series, which she only has the one series out. So that's yeah. the fact that I can't, it's a very long title. Both of them yeah. are long titles. The second book is incredible in that series. The first book is very fun. There's a lot of very fun characters you hang out with. And those very fun characters don't do anything. But that's still okay because they're very fun characters. The second book is great. Even though it's some other characters, it's very confusing. Um, so the Confederados in this world are aware of the soldiers uh, coming in. Oh,
0: man. And there is just, guys, what is more terrifying than dune buggies? Oh, no, the dune buggies are coming over the horizon.
1: I had forgotten that, like, they're hosts who think they're Confederate soldiers, so they would be like, what what would they call them? Like, horseless carriages (laughs) coming over the horizon.
2: I loved their look of fucking shock when it was they saw so the car crest the hill. It was so real, and it almost made me want to root for fucking Confederate soldiers for like a minute. It's <laughs> like, oh no, you guys are the underdogs. Wait a minute.
1: Yeah. No, th- no, that is something that they that that's something that I mentioned later. But it's like, oh, oh no, they 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 let all the Confederate soldiers die, and then I was like,
2: oh wait, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, or is this a perfect exactly. visual metaphor for letting our horrible past die behind us?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's like, man, it's like it's some sort of lost cause. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe it's time to tear down their statues. I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, so we have Bernard and Peter. Uh, he's decrypted the final. He has all the old oh, data he- at his I fingertips. And what I'm hoping is that Bernard sort of like just absorbs all of the data from that and understands everything now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know how any of that shit works.
0: I love that scene when Bernard is just like, I'm DOS boxing as fast as I can.
1: <laughs> so Charlotte and her special unit roll up to the rear gate. Uh, Bernard hears them coming in and plugs at the last possible moment. Hides because the random QA guys apparently don't know who Bernard is or what he looks like, which seems unlikely.
0: I was confused I, I why love he that. hid too. I love that because... In a high-tension situation, if you just try to minimize your size as much as you can and jump into a corner, most of the time, people are going to pay attention to you.
2: Is this your tactic in, like, an emotional fight? You just, like, yes! You curl up in a ball? Uh, uh, I curl up into a ball,
0: uh, uh, so that, that way I can use my chite in the shell to deflect any blows.
2: Yeah. You go, go full pangolin on it.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we, we, what, he's he's hiding in the corner. He's shaking, and you can actually see the the fluid leaking out of his ear because mm-hmm. he's been damaged earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, that does sort of give us a timeline because I presume. Well, I don't know. Do do we think he refuels before? Ah, I'm so thrown off. I have to look at the visual timeline that I posted on our voice. It was really
2: screen. helpful. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but this is
2: before he powers back up. Uh, cause he gets found on the beach later, which is presumably after all of this.
1: Right. But he wasn't shaking terribly at that point. So I would expect that he, he reduces at least one point before mm. that. Um, so Dolores sees her father being escorted out and Dolores goes after them and she just straight takes some bullets
2: like a fucking terminator it was the most i've ever liked dolores
0: i was
1: like oh god <laughs> oh so
2: good
0: uh, th- this this is one of my favorite parts because in any sort of siege mission in any video game there's always the moment where the player character has to split off from the siege to do a side quest it's one of my favorite things <laughs> also also the we need to we need them to get to this point and then we can detonate the explosives and end the level
1: Yeah. No. And then, and again, if if you're if you're myself, you go through that seven times, and you don't realize that you don't need to be that exact about it. Like once people are kind of close, you don't like. Then you don't wait too long and have to replay it like 19 times. I hate the video game.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I hate video games. They're so great.
1: Uh, So, um, and she says, "You and I are going to Sweetwater. There's something I need there. A can of milk that will be rolled up to me."
0: oh everybody needs milk everybody needs to drink that breast milk
1: <laughs> so the confederados retreats and then they lock the the her, uh, what are we calling dolores's army do we have a term uh, for them
0: i'm gonna go with the the term that she used horde the horde she called them she called them uh, our horde and you know what in the spirit of warcraft I'm going with Horde. <laughs> I just want
1: to throw this out there. Every time I think Dolores' army, my brain scrambles it, and I think Dumbledore's army. Like, almost every time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> that,
1: that, no, Westworld is no more or less nerdy than Harry Potter is. Uh,
0: excuse me? I was reading Conan the Barbarian at that age. <laughs> I don't that's, that's worse. I don't
2: think that that makes you
0: cool. No, it's better. I- it's better. It's, <laughs> better. it's mature. It's about a barbarian who travels the land of Samaria having sex with grateful women. It's fantastic.
1: The,
2: the, Ivan, that sounds terrible. The prou-
1: the it's prou- terrible. I the love it. The proud literature heritage of the incels.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, listen, Conan uh, uh, was able to get laid constantly Because he was rescuing maidens from sorcerers I, Yeah, the, there's, yeah. A, there's a question getting, of consent there right. That's a little questionable yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, oh, so uh, a grateful woman rescued from a sorcerer Can't thank her rescuer in any way she sees what, how, what was, how what Why was Conan taking so much autonomy from women?
1: What was Conan's mantra again? <laughs> I forget, what did he say constantly About what was greatest in life? Listen, that was the movie, which is a lot
0: more problematic because it was written by, uh, the guy who, uh, they based Walter Sobchek from The Big Lebowski
1: on, Robert Milius. I, am just saying, unless Lamentations means something very different than I thought it meant. <laughs> Ro-
0: uh, Robert E. Howard's Conan is significantly nicer and very, uh, uh, anti-racism, which is much different from his, uh, compatriot, uh, H.P. Lovecraft, who's very much racist. <laughs>
2: Listen, I think you should never read that again and just watch a bunch of Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could just reread Sonia, thank you.
1: So we get the the Bernard Oh right, so they blow up the nitro, Bernard pops up uh running around now with a limp even. So yeah, there's no way he makes it that far because he runs around mm-hmm. with yeah. like he walks very steadily. Like at this point he can't even walk.
0: Yeah. yeah and and then just Clemmy comes out and just fucking Uh, Hits him in the fucking face with uh, (laughs) a bumper
1: gun. Yeah, knocks him out cold. Uh, So Dolores... um, So we have the... Oh, yeah, we see Teddy talking to... Oh, yeah, so Dolores says to Teddy... We don't all deserve to make it, like, go out. She tells Teddy to kill that guy.
2: Yeah, the doesn't... major of the Confederados whose right? buy-in she initially got. And then she's like, JK, we're going to execute you now that we've had all your men killed.
1: Rem- remember, yeah. I'm the only one who's a person.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and and the Confederado is able to get to Teddy so e- easily just by constantly going, <laughs> 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 Hey, Teddy, look at a little <laughs> are you? I did like that he called them both
2: triggermen to tyrants. I thought that that was a good alliterative line. It
0: was a very good line. I I hate any time somebody says we're not so different, you and I, because an actual terrible person once said to me, "We're not so different, you and I," and now I just need to fight people.
2: I was like, I'm, I I hate to break it to you, but that terrible person was probably right. (laughs) (laughs) That was the problem.
0: That was the problem. He wasn't entirely wrong. Oh
1: God! Yeah, and, and and Teddy says we ain't nothing alike. We ain't nothing alike. You're just a child, quoting Dolores. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, "But you're I I can't shoot a child in the face. They're yeah. innocent. Children are innocent." Yeah, <laughs> they just do what they're told and you then don't he throws mar- his
2: black hat down into the dirt and he <laughs> picks up a white hat from some other place <laughs>
1: <laughs> he reaches off screen much yeah. like in the first season when Lee Sizemore gets his drinks from the people yeah. <laughs> serving him while well, he's in the middle of ranting uh, I-, I was just happy that
0: at the exact moment that I said Teddy you dumb fuck uh, Dolores popped out and said Teddy you dumb
1: fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the next Dolores and Teddy couples counseling is going to be real awkward <laughs>
2: they're gonna have so much to talk about
1: so much meat
2: you didn't even remember my father dude
1: (laughs) and she's gonna be like it's about trust if you disagreed you should have said something
2: he's like I don't think you respect my personhood and she's like you're right I don't
1: (laughs) so we go from there to an outer view of the Grand Canyon we see the tiger on the beach dead Mm -hmm. and we see lady guest with no name let's call her new fan no use for a name and and then a boot and a member of the ghost nation with a knife mm-hmm. and then we cut away from that story
2: <sighs> mm-hmm. so tense my notes for that are literally just she made it yes or did she <laughs> dot, 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 dot,
0: <laughs> dot. Oh, and I, I love when the Ghost Nation is guy. oh, you like Indian stereotypes, don't you? <laughs> we got some Indian <laughs> stereotypes for you right here.
1: <laughs> I don't know why he has that accent, but otherwise I find out how <laughs>
0: That's the only way it's not
1: problematic. <laughs> I was like, I, is that Lakota? I don't know. <laughs> so we have Lee Sizemore uh, and Party uh, and Maeve and Hector. We're <laughs> they're going through snow, Mm -hmm. like ah it's fucking cold and he's like yes we're near the klondike narrative
0: (laughs) i'm I'm still trying to parse out how many worlds we have so i know we have west world samurai world indian world uh and i guess we have klondike world too then no klondike Uh, would just
2: be part of west
0: world i see is it is it one of those those areas that they're like you you, the loading screen pops up and you're in a tiny area and the side of the map
2: yeah, exactly. It's like a side yeah. quest. It took thirteen hours to walk there, which meant it took mm-hmm. your computer two fucking minutes to buffer.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I also think that the person we're meeting has left their park. I don't think we're in. Yeah. Whether. Oh it's, yeah. I, I I was about to call it S World, but that sounds like that podcast by NPR about uh, <laughs> uh, Shittown. Yeah, Shittown. No, but it's either Shogun or Samurai or some other uh, world. We. Uh, it's S this- World. I, I white dude even.
2: embracing his love of samurai world. Yeah, no, it's it's, this, a, it's uh. oh
1: what what if it was Tom Cruise? What if we found out that, that guy with the sword <laughs> the was last Tom Samurai Cruise? world.
2: Uh, <laughs> that was on behalf of all Japanese people. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh i can't
0: because i'm gonna i'm gonna say right now the worst white people of all the white people who visit any of the worlds go to samurai world absolutely I'm gonna say it right now absolutely fact
1: I, and you and mm-hmm. you can say that as somebody who is not japanese who very much wants a sword
0: the the second they introduced samurai world i was like I, i'll push that baby cart along i'll do it
2: <laughs> okay Ivan, why? <laughs> I know. I don't know. Like, I not know. I played a lot of bad. Samurai Showdown as a kid. This history of my own people and was like, oh, this isn't good. Like, no part of me was like, oh, I'd love to go live in this world where I might be called upon to commit a painful suicide and then have my head cut off. Like, that's not fucking fun. What's the point? It's
0: not Listen, fun. you think I want to go to Cuba World, where uh, I have to fight in a massive political uh, 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 revolution against a a, a fucking uh, uh, philosophy? Then I'm like, yeah, socialism could be good if we don't go too far with it. No, I want to go hang out with the samurai. It's a lot less politically involved.
1: He wants a I mean, sword and a ponytail stat.
0: If
2: you're more comfortable with I the want. military state, I suppose <laughs> they're all bad. Exactly. It's I'm like, bad. I want
0: to, I want to, I want to swear my loyalty to the shogun already.
2: Oh, before we leave this episode entirely, I just wanted to say, don't fucking complain about being cold to the murder robots. What are you <laughs>
0: fucking thinking? He's such a human. He is such a human. I
2: would like to say that my husband, being a shady bitch that he is, as he was walking out of here because he watched the episode with us, was like, "You'd be that one," and I was like, "No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I have a strong sense of survival and <laughs> not complain to the murder robots. I would complain to him." <laughs>
1: So uh, so we have yes. maybe Hector saying, maybe they're friendly, which is adorable. <laughs> and then Lee <laughs> Sizemore f- 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 finds a samurai head buried in the snow next mm-hmm. to a tree. Mm-hmm. And Maeve, you do. Maeve waits by a fire, and then a man with a sword runs in, and we cut to black.
2: Did anyone else think of that thing in Curb Your Enthusiasm where the World War II kamikaze survivor was rolling at Larry David going, kamikaze? <laughs> oh,
0: No! <laughs> I I do feel like every episode of Westworld could end with the curb your enthusiasm theme.
1: It would explain a lot of different things.
0: It really uh, would. Uh so yeah, the minute I saw that we finally are getting Samurai World, I was like, just give me the next episode, you fuckers. Oh want it's so bad. It feels uh, so, it's in, gonna it, be it, so dumb. In in this, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate how much I'm going to wish I could go there.
1: In this world of Netflix, it feels so punitive to have these like weekly releases. Now wait seven days. Like, I don't, don't know, I kinda, it kinda
2: love it. It offers it some pomp and circumstance. It like, does. Like, <laughs> this it, is a neat ceremony that gives, we all do.
1: It gives us time to like talk to each other, record mm-hmm. it and release it to thousands of listeners i like that part (laughs) so i love the water cooler and talking around it with my (laughs) co-employees so this has been westworld season two episode three virtu fortuna uh thank you so much for maggie for coming on yeah thank you for coming on buddy you were fantastic
2: thank you guys always for having me i'm real chuffed to be
1: back it's always the best we'll provide (laughs) we're always chuffed to have you (laughs) We'll provide a link to your Twitter in the profile. It is E-M-T-E-E Hall Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Uh, Mm -hmm. Where else can people look you up or what would they have you look
2: for? Uh, They can also follow my podcast, which they should listen to. It's called Drunk Safari. You can follow it on Twitter at Drunk Safari Pod. You can also buy my children's book. It has significantly less swearing and yelling about bisexuality than I did tonight. (laughs) Uh, It's for your four to eight year olds. It's called Also an Octopus at your independent bookseller or Amazon. Uh, And
0: as somebody who has a four to eight-year-old reading level, I got to say it was a great book. Fantastic (laughs) book.
1: (laughs) Well, and also I should say, if you like hearing Ivan or I Yelling, I Yell for two episodes on Drunk Safari, Mm -hmm. uh, once about ostriches and once about uh, musk oxen.
2: And Ivan has an episode that is... Older and live, he was also did a brief cameo unbeknownst to him on the most recent episode. I
0: I really want to give Adam a lot of credit. He picked some great sound clips. Those are some (laughs) very, very fun sound clips. That is the best editing editing.
2: Adam has ever done, and he does amazing editing all the time. I re-listened to it like two times just because the transition in and out was so funny. It's
0: it's really good.
2: Um, And you'll be a guest coming up soon. We're recording in just a couple of days.
0: Oh, and those, I fucking, I've been watching those fucking shrimp fuck each other up, and it's so goddamn great.
2: Yeah. So, if you want to hear Ivan talk about mantis shrimp, I'll be talking about wordy sea cu- cucumbers that episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's going to be
2: a fun We're one. We're going all be a fun weird one. underwater invertebrates, and it's going to mm-hmm. be a goddamn delight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, check that out. We'll put, it, we'll have a link to Drunk Safari in the show notes as well. and that's it thank you so much for being on Mm -hmm.
2: thank you guys for having me
1: you can find us on twitter at boars gore swords you can find ivan on twitter at ivan underscore hernandez
0: and you can find red on twitter at red underscore
1: scott bye see ya bye